Hang on there, girl. It's frigid out here. For rigid. Gloves on, all that. Grab my phone, which will probably have next to no battery by the time we're done with this, because it's frigid out here. All right, enough preamble. Let's go and say hello. Say so, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan, and I was just thinking. our road every every morning. Off to the side. Yep. Off to the side. So it's a lovely sunny day today anyway. But as you've already heard, it is freezing out here. Wind chill of 13 degrees. Yep. Thankfully it's not that windy right now. Apparently our temperature is going to go up a little. We're going to make it about 30 degrees today but we're also supposed to get a 25 mile an hour breeze so uh, 13 degrees with the wind chill is about as warm as it gets today it's actually going to go down with the strong breeze it's going to feel like 10 most of the day so but fear not because in only three days forecast is supposed to be 70 70 rain all day but it's gonna be 70 so here you go crazy crazy weather it's March though and this up and down nonsense is par for the course but not this up and down this is pretty extreme For us to have a day maybe in the 20s, you know, actual feel in the 20s, and then maybe, you know, 60s later in the week, that's pretty standard fare, but, I mean, 13 to 70 within a four-day period, oof, crazy, 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 so... Anyway, here we are. So, well, Miss Reagan and I are out for our walk before the winds get here. So, hopefully, we'll be able to. Well, I've already done my business. I don't record that, thankfully, for all of you. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully, she'll be able to get through her business. able to move on but anyway I wanted to follow up a couple of things here so got back from my trip that I mentioned in my last show so it's nice to visit with my mom again and next time I see her 
all things being equal, it will be at our new apartment in the Rochester area. So, she's going to be moved in about three weeks because today is Monday the 28th, and this Friday is April Fool's Day. Yeah. April 1st. Big things happen around here in April. Of course. Easter is late this year, so we finally get Easter to roll around. But on April 6th, so a week from this Wednesday, I'm going to see Steve Hackett guitarist extraordinaire live and in person with his band and I'm going to attend with my March 2020 ticket he was on tour back then and he made it all the way to DC and then of course we were supposed to be the next show but our show got canceled because of COVID. And of course, then a lot of all of his other shows quickly got canceled because of COVID. And then, oh no, we're going to hold on to it and he can come back next year in 21. And that was the plan. I was probably going to have to go and spend two and a half hours watching him while wearing a mask. Oh, we're getting excited here. Hang on a second here. Reagan, hang on. Let me get you close. Yeah, because we're not going to get... You're getting excited, and that means you smell dog. So we're going to be getting some yelling and screaming and carrying on. If dog is out here. And dog is not out here. All right, well, you can go, because there is no dog. There is no dog. There is no dog. So stay over on your side. There's no dog. It's not here. I don't know what you smell, but it's not here. Nope, not here. So anyway... So, uh, so yeah. So we're supposed to come and see him in 21. And then, of course, COVID round two showed up. And all those shows got canceled. Well, not canceled. They got postponed again. So literally, I am going to see somebody a week from Wednesday that I have literally been waiting almost three years for this concert. Of course, I, you know, waited two from the, the date that the original concert was supposed to happen. But I had bought my ticket at least six to eight months ahead of time because he's playing in a place called the Whitaker Theater, which my, my good buddy Carlos, apparently he's got a street up there in uh, British Columbia, with the same name. Of course, he has that very nice British pronunciation, Whitaker, whenever he says that. So, But the, the Americanized version is just Whitaker. Yeah, I know. The British way sounds a little bit better. But anyway, same name. And uh, the Whitaker Theater is not a large theater. Again, Steve Hackett is not playing stadiums. So he's playing, you know... 
probably at best a uh, 2,000 seat arenas. You know, and I'm not even sure if the Whitaker holds 2,000 people. It probably holds about 1,800. Um, so small venues, but uh, I mean, you know, for crying out loud, I mean, he was a he was the lead guitarist for Genesis back in the 70s. Um, when Genesis still did prog rock before they they did the the uh, the mid mid '80s switch from prog rock to uh, to mostly pop, which is fine. They definitely made a lot more money off the pop than they did off the prog rock. So you know their bank accounts uh, improved uh, on the change. So you know, hey, there you go. You know, people seem to like it, so that's fine. But, uh, but yeah, Steve had left them. He left them in 77 and then went on a solo career. And uh, he's like, what, 72 right now? I mean, so, you know, he's not a, not a young man. So I'm happy that he's still touring, actually. I mean, considering with, uh, you know, Taylor Hawkins' uh, untimely demise, you know, you're talking about a musician. I'm happy you make it to 72. Never mind uh, that you're still touring at 72. You know? So, there you go. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, so. So I'm going to finally get to see him. I have, I have killer seats. I, I need to go and check how, how close to the stage is I am. But I think I am, I think I'm eight rows away from the stage. So, uh. So yeah, it's gonna be gonna be awesome. Gonna be awesome, awesome, awesome. Very much looking forward to it. And uh, I think he's gonna be doing a a hybrid show for us because, of course, I mean, you know, it's been two and two two and a two-ish years since uh, he was supposed to be out here, and uh, he was gonna be uh, doing all of the uh, the Genesis album, 1973 Genesis album. Uh, selling in England by the pound. Well, of course, they finished, you know, or COVID finished that tour for them. And then he did do a little bit of touring in, in uh, 21, but that was supporting the 77 album, his last album with Genesis, actually, um, the live album, which was called Seconds Out. So it was a lot of those songs that were on that. Most of that, of course, which came from uh, 77's uh, A Trick of the Tail, or 76's uh, Trick of the Tail, and 77's album Wind and Wuthering, um, which, unless you're a Genesis fan, you definitely have never heard of Wind and Wuthering. Um, it's one of those albums that Genesis has that, unless you're a, a diehard fan, you've never heard of it. Um, I don't think anything off that album ever made the radio here. Um, so there you are, but, uh, but I like it. So I'm looking forward to it. So finally get to see him. So that's going to be good stuff. I see our construction folks are out here. They are now at the farm itself, having cleared all of the land they want to clear right now. So they're now out in the fields clearing out. So he's... I got one guy doing some digging behind. Used to be a, uh, oh, what do you call it? It's a garage of some sort. 
semi-dilapidated garage, so and there was a there was a building or a structure of some sort behind that. Uh, a farmer that lived here. There was a lot of stuff he had. You can tell it's like the, the shell of a building, but he really, I mean, the stuff really kind of went to disrepair. Well, it looks like what they've done is opted to just destroy it, and they may either build their own building or do something else. So we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what what transpires here. So, yeah, I mean, it's neat to see that, I mean, in one respect, again, you know, Sorry to see what, you know, was very familiar going away, but, you know, if he makes the property look better, especially with some of the dilapidated buildings and stuff, I mean, that will be nice. So there you go. Yeah, they've, they've pulled the whole back wall off of this garage here. Hear them moving around there. tractor going. Gee, it's a backhoe is what it is. Much bigger than just a tractor. So we'll see what we see. Alright, let's flip it around here, Doug. Let's flip it around. Oh, yes. We've got Fritz. Oh, Fitz. Excuse me. Fitz and Smith excavating. Doing the work here. Very South Central PA sounding name. You got an English name and you got a German name, which is about 85% of all the names around here. They're English or German. So Fitz and Smith. There you go. And of course, in good South Central PA fashion, the German name is first. There you are. Mainly who moved here and settled here is the Germans. And, uh, yeah, apparently uh, and the part of Germany that they came from, the reason that they, um, they moved here was because this actually looked like their homeland back in Germany. So the landscape looked the same, which is why they settled here. Uh, same thing for the Scots. Uh, we have some Irish that are here, but more Scots than anything else that moved here. And the same thing, uh, the area reminded them of the part of Scotland that they left with the hills and valleys and stuff. So uh, there you go. And of course, the English came because, you know, the English came. And uh, once you would uh, take it up all the farmland around Philadelphia, well, I guess you got to move west back then, this was the Great West. So, there you go. Yeah, good. Watch your paw there. Alright, All right. so, there it is. So, anyway, hopefully uh, be able to get some, get a run in later. Although I think it'll be on a treadmill. I'd love to be able to do it right now, even as, as chilly as it is, the winds are kind of calm right now. I think eight miles an hour is as bad as it gets right now, so that's not bad. But uh, I gotta go and I gotta go and monkey around with the barn this morning, and then uh, I gotta go hop online and 
I have one meeting after another today, so unfortunately I will not be able to get back out until after work is over, and then by that point the forecasted 25 mile an hour winds will be here, and yeah, you know, it's one thing if it's, you know, 65, 70 degrees outside, but uh, yeah, if it's going to be like 28, I don't really want to run on a 25 mile an hour breeze when it's 28 degrees outside. Oh, all right. Apparently, we're being told we have to stop again, so it's part of the reason for coming out in the first place, so we'll take care of that, our puppy. So there you are. So, don't think I have anything else, just wanted to chime in on those things. I'm going to have to go and work on episode four now of my other podcast, my other big fat podcast as it were so because we're going to have to put out a an April edition so episode 4 I have some ideas about what I want to what I want to have on that so be looking for that as well too so from South Central PA we're on this rather chilly morning the Forsythia are all in bloom. Whatever this woody stuff is, it's like woody, viney looking kind of, it's like a scrub brush kind of a thing. Uh, that's all in bloom. Uh, if I look off into the distance, the uh, the dull brown uh, of the trees, that being, of course, the deciduous trees. And for those of you playing in Salve, that's the fancy word for trees that have leaves that... Uh, that drop and then create new deciduous. There's your big word for the day, Solvay. Um, so that they have this kind of a ruddy brown um, all year, but I can now see like this reddish hue uh, in the trees, which of course means that they have buds all over them. So once this really cold stuff goes away, um, we're going to see them all popping and we're going to see the leaves coming so the look of spring is right around the corner you can kind of see it here and there we actually have a couple of flowering trees there's a flowering um, uh, magnolia uh, probably about a mile and a half from my house that is uh, in partial bloom I saw a uh, a Bradford pear we have a lot of Bradford pear around here that was uh, starting to bloom. I'm sure the Bradford pears are probably going to be blooming in downtown New York because, of course, the city is always a little warmer than the country. So they get the reflected heat off the street. And so they tend to bloom about about a week to uh, a week and a half before they start blooming out in the country. And I have four or five Bradford pears on my property. So, yep. They're a pretty-looking tree, but um, they kind of smell like low tide. They don't have the greatest smell to them. They really smell like rotting fish. So, uh, yep. So, hopefully the prevailing breeze will not be blowing towards our house. That'll be a saving grace if that's the case. So, anyway, that's all I got. Be well. Stay warm. And uh, we'll chat again later.
Who's a good puppy, huh? Who's a good puppy? <laughs>